0: Hi, I'm Matt Kierkegaard, and welcome to HPA's 2022 Virtual Hop Harvest. On this episode, Owen Johnson speaks to Dr. Simon Wittek and Dr. Thomas Remenyi about sustainability, how climate change is affecting the industry, the hazards we're beginning to face, and HPA's commitments and targets for a carbon-neutral future of beer. We also hear from Justin Merrill from Line, Australia's first large-scale carbon-neutral brewer. You'll find a full transcript on the website and also links in the show notes.
1: Integrating sustainable practices into our business strategy is mission critical in today's environment. Protecting the land and the livelihoods on which we depend is essential if Aussie hops are to have a future. And more importantly, it's the right thing to do.
0: If the current rate of climate change isn't slowed significantly in the very near future, there's a high likelihood that the raw materials uh, into into brewing are going to be in such short supply that um, core recipes have to change. Not as a result of consumer preferences, but because the environment in which they are grown has changed completely.
2: Yeah, climate scientists like myself have been attempting to map and predict climate change. So this modelling can help agribusiness respond to these changes in climate and can potentially mitigate the influence of changing climate on developmental processes or
1: production yield. What are the key indicators of climate change in our growing regions?
2: We're going to get more frequent droughts, we're going to get rising temperatures, particularly overnight and, and particularly in those cooler months. With that rising temperatures, over the summer months you've got a really increase in evapotranspiration Um, so a bit of a drying of the landscape. As hop-growing regions often are in quite low rainfall areas, they must be irrigated.
0: Irrigation of Aussie hops usually starts in late November or early December and constitutes about 650 millimetres of water for the whole growing season. Most of that's delivered by overhead irrigation. We've also adopted new techniques to conserve water like soil moisture sensors that allow us to carefully monitor the amount of moisture being added to the plant and fine tune that application specifically to what the plant needs. By following the soil moisture status, current evaporation rates, historical climate data, the weather forecast, the age and growth stage of a crop, we can effectively manage our irrigation needs for the week ahead throughout the growing season. There
2: are statistically significant correlations between temperature and alpha acid concentrations inside the hops. And as the global temperatures rise, that's going to influence these accumulation rates of the acids. So when we've got a 1.5 degree warming of temperature globally or out to three and a half degrees as we go out to the end of century, we're going to see more days over 30, possibly even more days over 40, even in a cool climate like this. And that's going to really have an influence on yields and these sort of accumulation of these core ingredients inside the hops.
0: Fortunately, for now, our water resources are relatively secure and the use of overhead irrigation allows us to modulate the humidity and temperature in the canopy via evaporative cooling.
2: There's also going to be a really big change in the seasonality. Uh, So we're going to have more intense rainfall events over spring and summer, which isn't good for cropping. Um, And then we're also going to have decreased rainfall over winter. So those river flows and resources are going to decrease over time. What other climatological hazards might we face? Oh, flash flooding, high winds, hail. Uh, They're definitely some key risks that we'll be needing to manage. But then the other big challenges that we've got is this, as the overnight temperatures particularly warm up, there's an increased risk of biosecurity. Um, So particular pests and hazards, they won't get knocked off by those those colder temperatures as much anymore. We'll be able to over-season the whole way. And then we've also got changing soil activity for similar reasons. So as that soil temperatures warm up, the soil just starts to operate really differently. And this is why it's so important for anyone in agriculture at the moment to be really looking at different operational um, techniques that mitigate those changes and mitigate the influence on yield and quality.
1: So what type of modifications to our existing agricultural practices are we talking about? So, on
0: a long lead time, we can use targeted cultivar selection to um, select adapted varieties to the conditions we're growing in. Uh, in. In a shorter time frame, we can improve our irrigation practice so that we're using water in a more targeted way. We can improve our processes around mulching and herbicide use to reduce the intensity of herbicide use. There's uh, the processes and systems of regenerative agriculture that people are learning about these days. Uh, all of which we can use to reduce the impact of our operations on our local environment. Regardless, we are likely to see greater variability in yield year on year, with an estimated 20% of the average becoming normal. So we're choosing to focus on climate change mitigation strategies. We have spread our growing regions across Victoria and Tasmania to help protect our crop from regional impacts. Importantly, our Tasmanian growing region has a temperate maritime climate cooled by westerly winds off the Southern Ocean, providing more regular rainfall and conditions that are generally free from extreme temperatures. There's also a lower risk of extreme weather events such as heat waves and hailstorms that may affect other key growing regions.
1: Compared to the life threatening impacts of climate change, a beer shortage may seem unimportant, but the potential impact on yield, quality and price, may see beer move out of reach of millions of people worldwide. The recent surge in popularity of hoppy beer styles has driven brewers to use ever increasing amounts of hops. The sustainability impacts can no longer be denied as raw materials are the second largest contributor to environmental impact of beer behind packaging.
0: HPA is committed to ensuring that our business has a positive impact on the environment, our brewing customers and beer drinkers. Our dedication to being an environmentally and socially responsible company means conducting our business in a transparent manner. We are in the early stages of this journey and there has been little research into improving energy efficiency of hop farming so we are focused on appointing the right people setting up the relevant processes and establishing mutually beneficial partnerships to help us make headway in this space. We'll start with some simple targets associated with the most carbon-intensive aspects of our core business, such as a life cycle analysis of the complete hot production process and supply chain, improving our energy efficiencies and carbon offsets, before turning our attention toward targets with less obvious solutions, such as alternatives to fossil fuels, transport efficiencies and producing more concentrated products to reduce the requirements for cold chain and transport needs.
1: Setting meaningful targets for which we are accountable is a daunting prospect, but we've been fortunate to have the support of a number of industry partners who share our values, including Lion. Lion are Australia's first large-scale carbon-neutral brewer. Their whole brewery carbon reduction approach includes energy efficiency, energy efficiency, biogas utilisation, rooftop solar, and renewable electricity power purchase agreements. Line is committed to a net zero value chain by 2050. What will that require?
3: Well, ultimately it requires us working with our suppliers and we need to collaborate to reduce our collective emissions. So Line has set itself a goal to be a force for good. And what we'd like to do ultimately is be a role model for sustainable brewing. And to help us with that, we've set some quite ambitious targets. Um, We'd like to be using 100% renewable electricity by 2025. We've set science-based targets for direct reduction. That's focusing on our scope one and two emissions. But also we've set targets for scope three. And the scope three are those indirect emissions associated with our suppliers. So we need to work with the suppliers to ultimately reduce those emissions. And we're going to be very transparent when we do this. So ultimately people will see what we're doing. They can be
1: inspired and in our path. Your whole brewery carbon reduction approach includes the generation of biogas from wastewater. How does that work?
3: That's right, so we have wastewater treatment plants at all the large breweries. Forex up in Castleman is probably the highlight across the network. It's got a typical wastewater treatment process and in addition to that they're built on a microfiltration plant and a reverse osmosis plant. So ultimately that means we can recycle about four megalitres of water a day and produce a really good quality water that we can reuse back in the brewing process. And in addition to that, the waste that's in the wastewater is converted to biogas through an anaerobic digestion process, and that process generates methane, and we can use that methane to generate electricity, which we do at Twoes, or we can use it for process heat purposes when it goes into the boilers up in Forex.
1: And you've also installed rooftop solar at both Forex and the Little Creatures Brewery. Has this increased your efficiency?
3: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's great to see the proliferation of, of solar on rooftops, and we've done that at Forex. That saves around 1,400 tonnes of carbon emissions per year and down in Little Creatures, uh, around 750 tonnes of carbon per year. So this represents around 25% of the electricity consumed at Little Creatures in Geelong and that's a great contribution we've got there from the
1: sun. Nice. So Lion is well on the way. If a brewery, big or small, wants to embark on their own sustainability journey, what advice have you got?
3: Well, it's been said many times before, but you cannot manage what you don't measure. So getting a handle on your scope one and two emissions, which means measuring your natural gas, measuring your electricity, looking at your processes and materials, and there you can put together your emissions profile. And there's some really easy wins you can have there in terms of refrigeration set points, auto shutdowns, boil times. Quite often they're the ones that give you a real kickstart. Um, And ultimately, if you're heading toward that carbon neutral goal uh, for your products, then you need to be working on your scope three. Again, we're back to working with our suppliers and how do we reduce the overall life cycle emissions of that beer.
1: That's where we come into it. Correct. On your way to a carbon neutral beer, The more you can reduce emissions, means the less you have to offset on your way to net zero. Lion supports a number of uh, carbon offset projects. How do you choose which projects to support? Well, we have two principles.
3: Um, One is that we buy a minimum 20% domestic projects. So we're really trying to invest in the local ecosystems. And the second principle is we try to target projects which deliver shared value or co-benefits. So we have a number of projects in New South Wales and and Queensland and we also have an Indigenous fire management project up in Arnhem Land. And so the carbon benefit actually becomes secondary. So again, they're, they're they're the projects that we try to steer toward. It's not just the tonne of carbon, it's the broader benefits that they bring.
1: The beer industry has an intrinsic connection to the natural environment, so that seems like a great fit.
3: Exactly. So brewers and their suppliers are in a really privileged position to make a big impact. And so I'm I'm confident we can get on top of climate change. And if we do it right, we can do a lot of regeneration in that process.
0: Together with our industry partners, we're committed to pushing the boundaries of efficiency and innovation.
1: So we can all continue moving toward a carbon neutral future for beer.